1: George Brock, back with you here on 710 KNUS for Peter Boyles. Remember, Friday, the big show, 5 to 10, 7 to 10, live and in person at the View House in Centennial. That's also going to apparently be on camera, so you don't just get limited to listening to Pete and all of the other special guests. And we've had so many good recommendations that are in here. So many, there's players in Sugar Hour. What a great suggestion for, for that. In fact, I want people to call in on that tomorrow, too. Uh, the Bush and Cheney one, again, showing up. Everybody loves that one. I like that. Uh, Pete had on a lovely lady from the Independence Institute maybe fall 2018 or 2019 talking about how Excel was shutting down coal facilities way before their useful life and all that. Yes, that is true. It would be good to hear from those smart independent in, uh, independent Institute experts about this tiered rate. That's actually a great idea, Alexa. We should. And I can't remember. The energy guy they used to have. Had that uh, Australian slash British accent. I'm sure I'm screwing it up, and he's probably a Kiwi, and he's cursing me or whatever. Um, that guy was their energy guy. I wonder who they have right now. Let's look into that. That's a good idea, Alexa. Uh, but here's what we're talking about. Excel Energy, which services a huge chunk of the metro area in terms of energy. Uh, these folks have rolled out a new plan. It's called the Time of Use Pricing Plan. And that's a plan that says... Listen, folks, the max usage, we're going to call it peak usage hours, are from 3 to 7 p.m. in your homes, right? Probably not as much businesses, but in your homes. Those are called on, the on-peak period. And so you're going to have the opportunity here to get a smart meter or a non-communicating opt-out meter. It won't matter which, because as soon as these things get hooked in, you are going to be automatically enrolled in time-of-use pricing. You don't have to do a thing. You're going to be in this program. Now, you can opt out, and we'll talk about that in a moment. You can opt out, but if you do nothing, you are going to be stuck in this pricing, and it penalizes you for using energy during the peak period of time. Now, there's a YouTube video at the ExcelEnergy.com. That's X-C-E-L-E-N-E-R-G-Y. You ain't got no alibi.com. There's a video on how it works. But this is about – and they say this right on their website – this is about using electricity at the right times, and they will tell you what the right times are. Now, there are some things that make sense, and there are things that we do just automatically anyway, but you'll have to hear about – the one that sticks out in my mind, especially for parents of children who are – also by the way not rich and they work during the let me just I'll read this to you but so here's what they say major appliances that consume the most electricity and are the easiest to shift to these off peak hours are dishwashers true clothes dryers although they put cloth dryers washing machines true and ac that could be an issue especially in these hot summer months but here's the big one ovens ovens OK, so here are. And the, but this is the other thing. TVs and computers, and all they can all be shifted to non peak hours, but they will not save you much money. Shifting gas fired appliances will not affect your savings at all. So here are their recommendations. Run your dishwasher before going to bed, not right after dinner. That's smart. We do that anyway. I tend to run them in the morning once we get everything jammed in from the night before. Uh, Wash and dry your clothes on the weekend. Okay, we kind of do that already, although some people jump in and do some stuff during the week as needed. I get that. Set your thermostat 1 to 2 degrees to a higher temperature in the summer. Now, aside from the syntax of that sentence or partial sentence... that's going to be a, high, uh, a bigger burden, I think, to bear as we get into those 90 and 100 degree temperature days, which you know are coming. We've had them in the last, in the last summer. You know they're coming. And to then say, hey, why?" Don't, and what is two degrees higher? What do you normally keep in your thermostat at during the day? Are you hovering around 70 like my pops? Or are you at 68? Are you at 65, which is super expensive, but 65 is nice and cool on the inside? Here's the one that gets me. Use your oven to make major meals on the weekends, reheat or make quick meals during the week. I'm sorry, that feels super elitist to me and very presumptive about people's lives in their homes. Like I don't have the wherewithal with four kids now, three under our roof, three kids, each who have their own activities, whether it's scouting or fencing or basketball, baseball, whatever it is. I don't have the wherewithal on the weekend to say, well, let's pre-plan a whole bunch of meals and we'll make them during Sunday. And then we'll package them up and stick them in the fridge and reheat them with Bunsen burners because otherwise they got to go in the microwave. I imagine that's an electricity sucking device, too. I mean, this is and the hours that you're not supposed to use your oven during the week are three to seven, which as it turns out, happens to be dinner time. So the interesting thing about this is it's a little obscure. You can dig around on their website. But according to the Channel 7, KMGH Channel 7, that's the uh, the Denver Channel dot com, these things are a bit controversial now. And there's some dude who tipped them off to it who said, hey, it's going to cost me three times as much to cook a pizza at 530 p.m. as it does at 701, three times as much. That is impressive. They don't really give you the breakdown of the other pricing off of that thing. So if you opt in, you pay $0.10 per kilowatt hour during off-peak hours in the summer and $0.28 during peak hours in the summer. In the winter, you pay $0.10 per kilowatt during off-peak hours, and if you opt in, you pay $0.17 during peak hours. And then this guy goes on to say, I didn't even see the option to opt out in their literature they mailed. That's true. It is on their website. It's reference. You get told what's going to happen. And when you have questions, you get no response from them. Now, I presume Excel is going to adjust to that. This is a big, big change. But the other th- first off, I want to know, does this make sense to you? Is this a move? to? It feels like this is sort of a behavioral modification thing that they're employing. And I, I said to Billy off air, it strikes me like we're moving to sort of an uber energy model right where the same five mile trip in a car at one in the morning or two in the morning when the bars close is much more expensive than it is at um you know three in the afternoon and it's based on usage and i wonder if we're going to move to that model where there's this it's not a set number, but it's a moving target based on usage. And so you're discouraged from using energy that way. And is this an effort to try to get us to move to a more green thing? By the way, it doesn't cost Excel, in my opinion, any more to generate the energy. I don't really know that we're going to get the Independence Institute person on. I'll reach out to them and see. But is this something that you would opt out of? And it brings me to this other point. One of the most appropriately, rightfully maligned practices by any industry is the opt-out provision. And you know, that's how they suck you in. Remember the old, I think it was BMG uh, discs back in the day when you could get discs, and they give you six free, and then you're signed up, and you can just opt out every month. You don't have to buy more, and blah, blah. But if you didn't send that card in, this is back when you sent cards in. If you didn't send, Columbia Records, same thing. If you didn't send the card in saying, I don't want it, you automatically got it, and it got billed to you. And subscriptions for Netflix or Hulu or whoever's uh, serious that says three months for 99 cents. And then after that, if you don't opt out, it's, you know, $1,000 a month or whatever it is. They are preying upon something social scientists have studied and have told and things that they know to be true. And that is Americans are apathetic. They do not put the effort into opting out. And that's why it's such a genius model. If you just said opt in, it makes it super hard. Well, guess who else employed this much maligned? I mean, the Better Business Bureau hates this thing. I think the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, has literature on this as well. But guess who just signed up for this? Not just Excel Energy, because they want to play on your apathy. You automatically get enrolled in this in a way to try to modify your behavior. But somebody called Jared Polis just did this, too. And I don't know if you remember, it's very, very recent, but there was a move to say, hey, everybody, we've done something great. We've lowered the cost for Colorado State Park passes from $55 to $29. Whee! How did they do it? Because now, Lottie, Dottie, everybody that registers their car will automatically be assessed that $29 for parks, but you can opt out. What? Our own government is using a trade practice that is maligned by the government, by the federal government. I bet you there's something from the AG's office that also probably comments on this. But our own government now has employed this opt-out practice to play on your apathy. I'm willing to bet – and by the way, there's another thing we should bring up with clerk and recorders When you go to pay your registration, I'm willing to bet that the clerk and recorder isn't sending you out your annual renewal saying, by the way, check this box if you don't want to be assessed 29 bucks. It's buried on a form that contains a whole bunch of garbage on it. I'm sure things you have to be told, but they're not going to highlight that for you. They should. This is where locally elected clerks and recorders, by the way, can step up against the state and do something that is very consumer-friendly. And I think the question here that has to be asked, and the pushback, has to be Excel Energy and Jared Polis. Why don't you trust Coloradans enough to make them exercise their will to opt in to your program? Why do you engage in this deceptive practice to suck people in based on how busy they are, their apathy? Maybe they don't. I I don't know what the reason is. But they know that if they do this opt-out thing, far more people will end up paying it. Not because they support it. No, not at all. You can't say that but because they either don't know, they something about the process, maybe they couldn't figure it out. That's a bit appalling. What would you do with this? 303-696-1971. Phone lines are full, but I'll let you know when a line opens up. Hunter, you're on 710 yep. KUS. What do you think, Hunter?
2: Well, I'm in Fort Collins. We've had it for a couple of years. Uh, I hate it.
1: Why do you hate I it? Tell me why you hate that.
2: it. Well, because it's just like you said, you know, you want to cook dinner, dinner time. You can't. Because they're going to hit you for this high rate.
1: Like triple and, the rate.
2: Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and so and to, to um, opt out, which I have done, they still put a different meter on your house, and I pay $11 more a month just to opt out to have a manual oh, read. Oh, my on.
1: goodness. So they're going to get their money from you one way or the other, huh?
2: It, exactly. It's only $11, but that's for the manual read, and then they send a guy out. And he's still, you know, it's still a smart meter in my eyes. Uh, we can't get around this because when they, uh, for in the case of Fort Collins, now we, we're about to hire a new city manager today. And when they put the recruitment letters out, it's it, they recruit for green candidates. And so we're, it's just a vicious cycle. Everybody they hire in Fort Collins is green because that's who they recruit. So you can't get around it. and And it's a college town. And it the is a college town. city.
1: Yeah, that's true. So did you know right away to opt out? Did they inform yeah. you? Was it Excel oh, yeah, up I've there? Did the they Spartan say, media. hey, here's how you check the box?
2: Yeah, uh, well, you don't check the box. You got to go downtown and, and scream and holler to opt and out. So you can't opt yeah. out remotely. Well, I don't know how you would do it. I mean, uh, online, like had, you went, log
1: in and click a box and say, please don't do this.
2: You know, I didn't try to do it online. I just went downtown. I'm retired. And I got plenty of time. Sure, sure. I just went down there and opt out, and and that's that's just how I did it. This was a couple of years ago. We've had this for a while, and the thing is, is it it changes seasonally too. So when daylight savings changes, oh, yeah, it it turns it turns off at 7 p.m. Okay, but in the winter time, it turns off at 9 p.m. So
1: what? <laughs> So good yeah, luck the, the, put a warm brick in your bed. That's what my mom used to do on the farm when she was growing up. That's great. <laughs> hey. Well, Hunter this, this is gr- this is a do. great way to kick it. us off on this, man. Thank you so much for listening and Very calling good. in to share your experience with us. Hunter's line is open at 303-696-1971. Brian, you're on the well, the Peter Boyle show for now. Uh George Brockler yeah. filling in for him. What do you think, Brian?
3: Hey George, I mean it this is ridiculous. We're a busy family. And I noticed just this year, we looked at. I looked at my usage from this year compared to last year's. Pretty much the same, but I'm paying twenty seven percent more. Oh, what? And, uh, uh, yeah, that that's our bill. Was our bill was 27 percent more for the almost the same usage this year compared to last year. And I'm going, what's the difference? And you know, and it isn't. It's just their costs go up. And here I am. I can't shop Excel. So.
0: No, you now can't. they throw
3: this, we're a busy family with this opt in, opt out stuff. I, I I wouldn't even know about this unless you told me about it. So I
1: didn't either until Billy told me it. about it. I'd never heard this.
3: Yeah, they're hiding it in the fine print. I we get Excel bills. I know we just do automatic uh auto pay. So we don't even think about it. We just it just goes out of our account every month. But we started seeing where why why are we paying this much more for Excel? Same usage, everything. So we're paying more already this year, and now they want to do this thing. That's the problem with not having competition.
1: I wonder if they had to go to the Public Utilities Commission. This is another great question about process that I don't know. I wonder if they had to go to the PUC to get permission to do this, or if the loophole is, well, they're consenting to it. I mean, we're not just imposing it on them. They have the ability to – I'm interested in knowing that too, but this opt-out thing, you know where else we see this? If you are concerned about the integrity of elections, we have – It's related to this opt-out idea. We carpet bomb Colorado with ballots, whether you want one or not. We just presume you do. So we have an opt-out procedure. We just – nobody ever employs it, right? So we're like, we don't care if you live there or not. We don't care if you're dead or not. We're going to send a ballot and just count on the fact – that on the back end we'll be able to catch it and screen it. Now that that doesn't mean that it's Decept- fraud. It,
3: it's a deceptive it, practice. It is. it is a deceptive practice, and it should be banned. But you know, it, it it's not going to be. And that's the thing. Like, what if what if there was only one gas station? Uh, same thing. They could yep. say anything. Uh, you can't get gas from.
1: Well, uh, it, you know. So the reason we can't there's shopping- the and Brian, the reason there's that public utilities commission is because they recognize that Excel operates a monopoly. And so what they don't do is let them make decisions all by themselves to raise rates. Instead, they have a public utilities commission that almost entirely does what Excel wants. And that way you have a check on Excel Energy. yeah, Well, they're
3: in their pockets too. And we have have an insurance commission. So I find out my insurance, they send me these letters, oh, your premiums are going up or your coverage is changing. And I get a letter that I never read uh, in fine print. So they don't. I don't even get a call from my agent telling me this stuff. I just get a letter with fine print saying your coverage has changed or your premiums are going up this percentage. And it's like, how is that even possible? How can I get this without a phone call? Yeah. It's just in a mail, in a letter, and you never read it, and they, there they you are, go. And, Brian, and so you've hit the nail on deceptive. the head.
1: Excel, uh, Governor Polis and the state. And uh, frankly, any other person or entity that does this, they're preying upon how busy your life is, and they're preying upon your apathy or ignorance, and that is embarrassing. That is shameful for them to take advantage of that, and that's the only way they can make this system work. In fact, in making the decision to apply this $29 automatically to you, Brian, when you go register your vehicle, um, making an opt-out instead of an opt-in. I got to wonder if when this thing was debated, if there aren't internal emails or studies that show this is how much we're going to raise because people just won't know to opt out. That is very, very interesting.
3: They know the studies and absolutely this is deceptive uh, behavior and. I just feel helpless. Like, what am I going to do? Excel? I can't deny Excel. I nope. can't. I, I guess can't get so you my can throw up a.
1: Else. Even if you threw up a wind turbine or solar, I think to some extent that energy has to go through the grid in some way. Don't you have to, or you get paid to run it back into the grid? And uh, I wonder if you can charge no, well, Excel e- off peak and deceptive. on peak hours. I
3: got a friend that sold solar for a while, and it's even that's a deceptive practice that, that Excel has their hands in. So you don't even get that much benefit from solar. I can tell you that right now.
1: Brian, great call. Thanks, my man. 303-696-1971. Brian's line is open. I think Brian is probably pretty symbolic of most of the parents that are out there with busy lives and jobs and kids and all this. It's like, who has time to go through every document to see how you opt out of something? Instead, they should be forced to get your consent, not presume it, and get you to deny it. Brian's line is open. Kurt, you're on 710 us, Kurt, what do you think? Uh,
4: thank you, George. These are the same geniuses who shut down power plants uh, because, for some reason, we don't need them. They want to charge us more, which Denver Water Department did for us on water bills. You save water, and we save so much water that they charge us 30 percent more in the coming years. But they keep building houses, same with public service. Well, I had to call back, like the gentleman two calls ago, and uh, say, get me out of your smart meter stuff because I don't want your smart meter. But in turn, uh, well, they charge 50 bucks for that privilege plus the $11 a month. I want a guarantee that they won't shut me off because last year I got shut off a half a dozen times just at their whim, and they won't admit to it being a rolling blackout. Wait, wait
1: a minute, wait a minute. So, oh, that's what you're talking about, rolling blackout. They didn't just shut you down and say, hey, you didn't pay your bill. This was just random? Right.
4: Random, surprise, blackout, correct.
1: Huh. That's interesting. What what do you have available to you to respond to that? How do you I mean, because they're in a monopoly environment. What do you do? Well, I called public service, uh, PUC,
4: sorry, PUC on that and filed a complaint. Uh, I had called uh, Excel. I call public service still to get the opt out, but then I called PUC to file a complaint. I say if I'm opting out, the reason for the smart meter is so you now give them permission to shut you down and a rolling black
1: Do you have that on your I'd house? Say, yes. You went with the smart so, meter. Okay.
4: No, I noticed it one day when I came home they had a funny little white meter out there instead of my regular meter. No, totally I was totally ignorant on the whole deal till I got this a
1: funky meter interesting interesting someone Sorry. else just texted in by the way and this is consistent with what you and brian and others have said and that is um this is also something that really punishes um lower economic classes right because well, they're they're paying the same amount as rich folks but they're but it's a bigger chunk of their paycheck for energy to use like stoves and stuff this seems to me to be the kind of thing that the law should say you don't get an opt-out of, that you have to opt into it. And then you put pressure on Excel and you put pressure on the state to convince you why you should do something instead of you having to figure out how not to do it.
4: Yes, I may wind up having to go to a PUC meeting because I want to say, you know, it's a a two-way street and you are now going to guarantee me that you won't give me the rolling blackout. Do that for the people with their smart meter, But I'm paying extra to not have your shutoffs.
1: Yeah, buddy, buddy, this is crazy stuff that Excel is is engaging in. And are you now, or have you opted out entirely? I mean, did you go through whatever that process is? Brian said, or it was Hunter. Hunter Hunter before that, Hunter's like, I had to physically go in. I'm like, what?
4: No, I could do it on the phone, because on that, I had to deal with someone in Minneapolis. So they said, okay, it'll be $11 more a month than $50, which hasn't come on the bill yet.
1: Could you tell it was someone from Minneapolis based on the accent? <laughs> was it very Fargo? <laughs> uh,
4: no, but she was sympathetic. She was actually sympathetic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, great call, Kurt. I appreciate this. My guess is there's a ton of horror stories out there about this, but I, and I'm interested in hearing those at 303-696-1971. But um, this opt-out thing is becoming a bigger, bigger tool used by people who apparently don't trust themselves or you to convince you to do something that they think is right. So they're going to prey upon your schedule, your distraction, your apathy in order to get this done. Will you opt out? Maybe that's one of the things we can do is continue to push out. Here's how you opt out of this, that, and the other. But this Excel Energy thing is offensive in that it doesn't seek to convince you to join it. It says, here's how you don't get it, because we're going to automatically put you in it. And how does the state of Colorado justify doing an, an opt-out for any fee that it gives you? Um, and, of course, we do that with ballots all the time, although I'm not even sure. Could, can you opt out of receiving a ballot? Would Do you have to physically go into a place or go online and say, please stop sending me a ballot? My guess is if that process exists, and I don't know that it does, I'm going to look it up during the break, and that's what we're going to go to right now. I'll let you know what I find out. But give us a call, 303-696-1971. Tons of texts, by the way, from people who are offended. I haven't found a single person yet, and I want to hear from you. If you support this plan and you support the peak hours thing, let me know. I'd love to have that conversation with you. As you know, it'll be very, very respectful. I won't cut you off. You won't cut me off, and people learn a whole lot more. 303-696-1971. Until that time. You're listening to George Brockler filling in for the great Peter Boyles. This right here is 710 KNUS. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> George Brockler back with you here on 710 KNUS. That was a record-skipping moment, but it was only because my papers obscured the buttons that tell me when I'm on or not. And I thought, am I talking to just me? I mean, like Billy couldn't hear me if I didn't press the button. So back with you here on the Peter Boyle Show. I'll be with you until 9, and then I'll be with you until 10. As me, uh, just filling in for me. And then Charlie Kirk at 10 will go live and local at 3 o'clock with Stefan Tubbs. And then I'll be right back here tomorrow morning at 6 to do it all over again. And remember, if you didn't hear it in the last hour, I want to make sure that you hear it now. Tomorrow, I would love to spend as much of the show as possible entertaining your calls about Favorite interviews that you heard Pete have or favorite segments or some of your fond memories of Pete. I'd love to get as many callers in as possible. We're not going to be able to do it on Friday. We'll have some, but we're not going to be able to do a ton because Billy has loaded up the thing with guests. a Kim Kardashian, a Barack Obama. I mean, just huge names that we expect, maybe not in person, but to show up. And that, of course, you know, that's a big, fat joke. That's never going to happen. But. Lots of other important figures over the course of Pete's career on the radio who will be there in person and on the phone. We've even got the person, Billy said, who first got Pete on the radio here in Denver. That's the person to whom you should direct all of the blame for everything that took place in the decades after that. That's the guy that started it all. He'll be there too, or at least on phone to talk about it. So I want to spend tomorrow – listening to you the callers and this will be great because you'll be talking to me but really you'll be creating something for Pete because it'll be on the air and podcastable he can listen to it for years to come and that number and you could should start writing it down with a sharpie on your forearm right now 303-696-1971 I'll repeat it a million more times tomorrow but we'll do that until that time though we've been talking about this opt out provision from Excel Energy somebody called off air and said hey man that opt out thing only exists until 2025. I didn't see that yet on there. We'll we'll take a look, but um after 2025, that's it. You're in it, baby. There is no opt out provision. That's extremely interesting to me as well. But this opt out thing, this I hate the consumer opt out provision that doesn't trust you to have the information to make an informed decision. Instead, they rely upon your schedules, your distraction, your apathy in order to stick a higher fee or a different mechanism, I guess, for you to run your life, a different process, like don't use your oven between 3 and 7? Uh, what? Because they give you the very helpful advice, no joke, on their website. You should make major meals on the weekends, and then you can put them in the fridge or the freezer, and you can reheat them during the... What? Who... My life is utter chaos, seven days a week, okay? That's with two people trying to figure out now how to deal with three kids. We had four up until uh, this year. How in the world? Who has that existence? I mean, is this the father knows best model where there's a stay at home mom and all she has to do is take care of the house? Look, I love that that still exists to some extent. That is not my existence. That has never been my existence. It will never be my existence. Um, This advice is for the elitists. Uh, and the idea that we're going to raise, maybe that's where we're going. Let me listen to this. Maybe we're going to an Uber energy model where your usage and you're going to have a meter in your house, you're going to be able to tell, man, lots of people are using it right now. Let's adjust and use it some other time, trying to, to curtail your behavior in some way or or encourage you to do some use your dishwasher at midnight or something. I don't know. But are we also going to go to a means-tested level of energy payments because right now that 10 cents 28 cents per kilowatt hour whatever it is that you're getting charged that has a huger impact on the dual parent working mom and dad two to three kids in school model that are both blue collar workers or maybe they're not making a ton over minimum wage has a much bigger impact on them and they're less likely to opt out than your super rich folks Right. Those are the folks that could probably afford to figure out you can opt out. And they would. This preys upon the busiest, most distracted people in our community. And to that extent, man, it's a bit it's a bit elitist. 303-696-1971. We have a line open. Brian, you're on 710K U.S. Brian, what do you think?
5: Hey, George. So if I opt out between three and seven, they won't charge me triple the amount. That's right. Am I getting this right? That's so correct. I just have to opt out to save money.
1: So, in, in here's, but he, you will get charged, but in this way. So, you do the opt out uh, thing, and then you use the energy between three and seven, you're going to get punched, right? For like 20, 28 cents a kilowatt thing. But the opt in thing provides you with I'm going to try to find this breakdown here about the plan. And they've got, again, go to com, and Excel has yeah. started with an X because they have more details on this thing. But it talks yeah. about being charged a higher rate overall for all of those hours. So the opt-in thing means you get a lower rate on the off peak hours and a much higher rate during the peak hours. See what oh, I'm saying? okay. Well, Go yeah, ahead.
5: I hear you. Well, it would be interesting to see what the bill, uh, the amount of difference in the bill would be between each plan. Oh, that's
1: such a great thing. And they should tell yeah. you that they should show you that and say, would you prefer this model? And then you can opt in. But this kind of sleight of hand, we're just – and Billy said there's been calls off air about someone who said Costco was going to do this with them, with their membership. Now, I haven't had that experience with Costco. I love Costco. I love Sam's Club. You know, buying that 50-gallon drum of mayonnaise, that thing will last you an eternity. Um, Yeah. but, But what happens there is I'll show up and try to use my card. They'll let me in. I'll load up my grocery card. I'll go out, and they'll say, hey, your thing is expired or set to expire. Do you want to renew right now? And so that's pretty good, too, because you've gone through the shopping thing. They don't tell you up front. They just look to see that you have the card. But when you have put all the investment of time into buying the stuff, that's when they say, do you want to renew your card? And if you say Uh, no, I guess you probably leave. But it's at least you have the decision to make. It's not a decision to make to not do it. It's a decision to make to do it. Do you have anything else in your life, Brian, that is an opt-out kind of thing?
5: No, not at all. Well, you know, the world's full of scams. But, hey – um, I had a follow up. It's on a, lip, a little bit different of a subject.
1: What? what do you I at? had
5: called? Well, I called you when you were a guest host and we were talking about uh, how you had caught COVID, but you're still going to get the vaccine.
1: No, I, I've never now had that, COVID. I've never had COVID.
5: Oh, I thought you said you had had COVID. No, no. One the
1: time I speculated. I wondered if I had had it because I took a trip with the military out to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And I was just, I mean, racked with this congestion and coughing. And I thought, and it was right before the COVID kind of hit mainland. This was like December, January of 2020, January of 2020. And I speculated, yeah. had I had it, I don't really know. Here's the interesting thing. Every single person on that plane, and I was the only Caucasian guy on the flights that, you know, once we got to into Asia, Every other person on that plane was wearing a mask back then. And I thought, what do you know that I don't know? And I don't know if that's just the culture out there, the way they do it, but it was weird. So, no, I speculated. I wondered if I had. But, no, I've never been shown to have COVID antibodies or anything like that.
5: Oh, okay, because I know that uh, the Pfizer report that they were trying to suppress for 75 years, I guess the judge made them release it. And now it comes out that if you had already had COVID, the shot absolutely did you no good. That's by their own, you know, uh, their own documents. And not only that, but it repressed your white blood cells. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so within the first week, that's according to them, a first week, I would say it's probably more than that. They're probably hiding some. But they admitted in the first
2: week it repressed
5: your white blood cells. So you actually had a higher chance of catching COVID after getting the shot. So all this came That's out crazy. Um, right after they started releasing all the COVID mandates. So I was just curious about what you thought about and By that. the way, so-
1: it, it 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 feeds into this narrative in this way. Once you have an employer, let's say that employer is the Pentagon, you don't have the ability to opt out of taking the vaccine. And in fact, to your point a bit, the Supreme Court came out with an opinion within the last couple of weeks backing up the pentagon and saying yes you can mandate every soldier sailor airman navy seal because that was what the case was about mandate that they yep. take the uh, the covid vaccine we're doing it right now in the national guard we've put out this yeah, thing that, unless you get a religious exemption or some other and, and that those exist by the way um that you have you out. have to take it and and your point is and i think this is what the navy seal said was well whoa, 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 what if we've already had it don't make us take the vaccine if we've already had it. And you're saying there's a study out there that backs them up. And, Brian, I don't want to get too that's far afield. That's from
5: Pfizer, though. That's from Pfizer. So that's not even yeah. like somebody else. I'm no. a Moderna That's their own guy, documents though. they tried to hide. Yeah. But do you think that opens them up to lawsuits to all these people that lost nope. their jobs nope. because Pfizer withheld nope. information nope. that would have been helpful not for people at to all. actually keep not their at Not
1: at all. Not even a little bit. In part, it doesn't mean people can't sue. It's not going to work. Because remember, when they get this emergency use authorization stuff for all these different things, it's what comes with that is immunity from lawsuits.
5: Well, I'm, from the government comes immunity, but does it give Pfizer immunity from yes, withholding information? that's my guess. Which, uh, Brian, yeah. unless
1: someone knows something different and they can call in at 303-696-1971, my understanding is those folks all were granted immunity by the government to mass-produce this stuff on an emergency use aus, use authorization basis, and so part of it was, well— we trust it enough. Oh. We're, we're going to protect you from the lawsuits because otherwise Pfizer would be like, we're not going to do this. And we're not going to sign ourselves up for oh, a class okay. action. Yeah, lawsuit. I knew
5: the government had immunity, but I was wondering if Pfizer, oh, because government always has of immunity. the fact that they yeah. withheld information, but for not them withholding information, right. if that would maybe open them I, up. Personally I don't, to lawsuits, I don't
1: think so, but again, I, this isn't yeah. my area, and maybe there's something federal there. Brian, I want to let you go. Thank you. 303 696 1971. Brian's line is open. Jim, you're on 710 Kenuous. What do you think about all this Excel stuff?
6: Hey, Excel Energy, uh, they're, this is just their way of trying to get your neighbor, that neighbor that's had the uh, rear porch lights on for four years straight, to uh, <laughs> shut those lights off. Um, but the lights don't been do on it. for four years. They tell you that no, no, those light lights
1: don't energy. trigger the energy thing.
6: They, they're on all day long, all night long.
1: I know, but what they're saying in their guidance is, look, you're not going to save any money in this program just by adjusting your light usage. They're saying this is about major appliances, dishwashers, washer and dryers well, for this clothes.
6: This is all about ele- all electric usage. If you can cut down on a little bit, then you can uh, stretch out and do the... Load or the uh, load reduction, load harvesting during the uh, during the uh, day and the night. So. Now you have they, just, some... they just need to spread it around without buying another lump of coal. You...
1: Well, they don't want to use coal anymore. I guess they've been shutting down those plants. You know, on the western slope, devastating okay. those towns, shutting them down Cold prematurely expensive. in the interests of the trees and stuff. But let me ask you: you've used some really, really industry-specific <laughs> language. Do you know energy at a different level? You worked with <laughs> it in it.
6: Yeah, absolutely. And and I think I think they're just trying to get people to uh shut things off that they don't use. So,
1: so Jim, do you and support this program? So they can repel
6: that electricity. Oh, no, I don't. But but then again, if you don't like it, you can uh disconnect from the grid and put your own generator in. And do you and know anyone who's done it? have you done that, Jim? No, I've got I've got a bypass switch so I can shut things off, but I'm not going to do it every single night. Huh. Um the smart meters are coming and there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, you think um, this is, is part of just sort energy. of prepping the
1: battlefield? This is just part of conditioning folks?
6: Well, listen, you, you go downtown Denver and uh, one building on the same block is paying uh, 10 cents a kilowatt hour. Another building is paying 4 cents a kilowatt right. hour. Whoa, how The homes are paying, how? It's through their rebate system. So huh. uh, they've got three floors of uh, XL energy. Uh, uh, read their, uh, energy engineers coming out and designing, uh, more efficient systems. And and they're actually, uh, using, uh, money to pay for it as well. So
1: where are they getting the money?
6: They, uh, they're getting the money from the giant printing press in the sky, same place where (laughs) we we all get our money from. So, okay.
1: All right. (laughs) So So maybe
6: you you can get that neighbor, to set those lights off and, and then we can, uh, we can all get through this together, right? Yeah. I yeah. The part
1: I don't <laughs> – I, I, I don't mind Excel offering a program <laughs> that is completely an consent-based, and, and they let you decide, and they make their pitch to you, this is how you can save energy, and this is what you want to do. But the two things that really discourage me are, one, they're like, we're going to put out some stuff on the web. We might even throw you something in a physical bill or put it in an email. But by the way, we're going to presume you want to do this. And it sounds like, and maybe you know the answer to this, Jim, but by 2025, they're not even going to give you a choice. It's like, this is it. Exactly. Is that what you they're doing?
6: You don't give your customers too many choices because then they'll uh, screw up and take the wrong choice. You limit <laughs> your customers' choices. If any, any business does this, you don't tell your customer, hey, you've got six choices. Go ahead and take six months to figure out which one you want. And then uh, that's not how it works. You give your customer the choices you want them to make.
1: I think think that they're not giving choices because they know if they had an opt-in process that most folks with the, for the same reasons for the apathy, the lack of information, the distraction so, with their busy lives, they wouldn't opt in. So they're like, "Now, nah, we're just going to make you do it." let the
6: customers think they have choices, but they're really not choices. You're just misusing the English language.
1: So, what are you going to do with this? Are you going to opt in, opt out? Well, you're opted in. Are you going to opt out? Huh?
6: No, I I don't have an opt. I don't I don't live in uh, Excel's uh, zone. So. Who
1: whose zone do you live in?
6: I live I live south south of Excel.
1: So who does that? Who's who's providing for that?
6: Like, uh, it used to be I R E A. Yes, that's, a that's who
1: I have. They have a new name. It's I R E A. That's who we have in Parker. It's Core. It's Core. It's Core now. I want interesting Core to the south. Yeah. This has they been. Out. This has been pretty informative, Jim. You know a lot of the big terms, and it makes sense to me. And I think I agree with you that this is like putting the uh, frog in the pot of water and starting to boil it. This is just conditioning you to the fact that hey, this is coming, man. We're going to dictate to you. It's like Uber Energy. And there's something about it that's appealing to me on an economist Ooh, level. Well, like I, now, I get it.
6: No, go ahead. You being in the military should get it even further because you got to understand that energy is a national asset. Yeah, for um, sure. And it has to be managed um, so that uh, whoever needs it uh, can use it when they need it. So, so it's available, but it's paid for by the ratepayers, and it's no. There's no free market out there with energy. No, there's no free market out there with the military. We all know this. Is your so sense of it, we, though, that
1: this, is, this pricing structure penalizes lower economic classes more than upper economic classes?
6: It penalizes people that can't invest or, or get into the rebate program. Uh, the rate is the highest rate out there. And then your tiers go down from that, but you have to participate in their rebate programs to get a rebate from the highest rate. Homeowners pay the highest rate, um, and and that's why the whole pandemic for the last two years has been rather comical, because people staying at home, while well, they're paying a higher rate than if they were in their office buildings wow. downtown paying a lower rate. So Xcel Energy is – uh probably uh, uh, got more money at their disposal um, now than they did before. Um, However, there's this infrastructure that uh, has not been uh, properly managed and maintained and is quite old. Yet again, you get the people in our neighborhoods that when we put those um, power lines up uh, behind our houses, um, we would rather they bury them and put them underground, which of course would not cost any extra money whatsoever
1: <laughs> jim thank you for this buddy that has been great information and we've got full phone lines except for jim's line who just went open 303-696-1971 david peter everybody else i promise to get to you after this break but we have to take it right now george brockler filling in for pb peter Boyles, right here on 710 knus Our sweet home, 710K and U.S. George Brockler filling in for the great Peter Boyles. Phone lines continue to be filled up, but we cannot get to them until we get made a lot smarter about the things going on out there in the financial world. With the markets open, let's go to our in-house expert, Gabe from Alpine Planning. Gabe, how are you doing?
7: I'm doing well, sir. I didn't realize the Kardashians were going to be there on Friday. I might have to get a, a pedicure or something. Obama,
1: too. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on out there?
7: Uh, starting off actually in the red today, sir, but this is coming off a nice four-day win streak. I uh, currently have the Dow down 36, the Nasdaq's off 61, and the S&P is off 13, so relatively flat. Uh but what's interesting George is you know with this resurgence we've had not you know not only over the last 4 days but the last couple weeks stocks are really really rearing back. You take a look at the Dow, the S&P off less than 3% year to date. Uh Apple which is the biggest constituent in the S&P is trading in just with with a few dollars of what it was at the beginning of the year. So we've really uh seen a resurgence here in the last few weeks. Gabe what's your
1: thought on that and I ask it in this context? I've read a bunch of articles lately that have said, hey, listen, interest rates are getting close to 5% and the impact on the you know, the housing market and all of these – the inflation and all this. Why is it that the mar- – in your opinion, why is it that the market continues to show this kind of strength in face of those headwinds?
7: Well, I think, you know, just when there's bad news, a lot of the rhetoric goes behind it, right? I think the three pillars for for the last few days are, one, the the peace talks with Russia and Ukraine seem to be uh, making some progress. Uh, I I think the market is a little bit more confident in in how the Fed's going to sort of stick this landing on how they're going to deal with this inflationary stuff. Um, you know, and and the supply chain bottlenecks, you're seeing more people go into the workforce, et cetera. So I think overall, prior to this Ukraine situation, we had a relatively healthy economy, right? Low unemployment, inflation was high. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how it it, it unfolds moving forward. But I would say, George, it's it's kind of a fragile recovery, right? There's still a lot of risk out there that, that can hurt portfolios right now.
1: Well, I'm glad you guys are out there monitoring all of those intangibles that I just pick up here, there, and everywhere, and you're factoring them into the great advice that you give. Alpine Planning Group is a comprehensive financial planning firm. I think you just heard that. Committed to improving your long-term financial success. Investing is a matter of trust, and they, Gabe included, are prepared to earn yours. Call them at 303-843-0918 and
0: do it today. Thanks, Gabe. I appreciate it. We'll see you on Friday, sir. Bye-bye. See Securities man. and investment advisory services offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC and registered investment advisor. Alpine Planning Group and Woodbury Financial Services, Inc. are not affiliated entities. 14 West Dry Creek Circle, Littleton, Colorado, 80120.
1: Hey, George Brockler back with you here on 710 Canyon West. Now listen, and I st- I'm sticking to my word. David and Peter. I want to take your call, especially since not everybody's in agreement about how this thing is working, and what it's going to work for. And I got a question about when does it go live? When does this thing actually go active? I look back at the Excel energy thing, and it says that it's going to be on a rolling basis. This is These are their words. Enrollment will occur in waves. That's, by the way, a mandatory enrollment you have to opt out. will occur in waves depending on your installation date, starting with either the bill that includes April 1. That's Friday, folks or the bill that begins on or after October 1, six months later, unless you specifically opt out of the rate, learn more about this, blah, blah, blah. And I imagine they had to go to the PUC to get that. Now, listen, uh, David and Peter, I want to take you on, but I've got like seconds before Billy's going to cut me off. That's not fair to you. It's not fair to the listeners because we want to hear what you have to say. So again, you stick on through this next break. I will bring you back. That last one was just super short, and we had to get made smarter by Gabe over at Alpine Planning. Uh, I just don't have the time, and I really want to take one of you, but I feel like I'd be cutting you off. So let's keep this conversation going. Uh, let us We're talking about the Excel Energy opt-out, forced-on-you plan that will say do not use energy, big appliance energy, between 3 and 7 p.m., or you get crushed with three times the normal rate of energy during that period of time. And they have a whole host of just super good ideas and a couple of them that are a little nutty. Um, so here's what we're gonna do. I promise to come back, we'll reset the topic, we'll talk with you about that later on in the hour, maybe even at the top of the nine, depending upon how we do with this. We're gonna hear from Dustin Zvanik, City Councilman out in Aurora, really some incredibly active things they've been doing over the last two weeks in light of crime and some other stuff. I want to hear what's going on. Camping ban, it's now the deal out there. We're gonna hear from him coming up in the future. But until that time, 303 696 1971 is our number. We have just the one line open. Uh, my name's george brockler i'm filling in for the great one g b for p b Peter boyles right here on seven ten k u s